Well, hello everyone and welcome to week 10 of the ENS Football Podcast. I am here this week with Sports Desk Journalist of the Year, Mr. Tim Spears. Is that a drum roll? That was that was my drum roll, yeah. You got a really bad stutter. It's a little bit of beatboxing. I used to do that before I came here. You always start with well hello, by the way, I've noticed. Is that is that is that is that the worst catchphrase ever invented in history? Well hello. Well hello. It's just it's just a quirky little phrase I've got. I think it's just something you should you should work on. Listen, I'm just praising you here. Okay, you won an award. Sports session of the year, and you're giving me, you're giving me crap. <laughs> Don't swear. <laughs> That's not a square. Uh, no. <coughs> Excuse me. I've got a bit. I've still got a bit of a cough, actually. Well, I'm not surprised. That's the only thing you caught on on Friday night. Excellent. Very good. Very good. Uh, yeah. Well done to you as well. Victorious. Yeah. Double award winners. Yeah. Double award winners. Yeah. Um, a little digital content person of the year and uh, it, it was nice it was it was a cracking night wasn't it the for people who don't know the MA real awards yearly awards for yes, our, our companies and uh, it was a, a lovely um, night it moved from Telford to Wolverhampton Racecourse. Yes. and uh, I thought it was done really really well and then yeah out to town afterwards you were notable by your absence what was the reason you were uh, yeah. cried off yeah some people went into town afterwards um we, some of us had to be at Villa Park at 2 o'clock because there were a load of games going on at 3 o'clock. We didn't have the luxury of, of rolling in. And when I say rolling into Villa Park at 5.20, I mean rolling into Villa Park at 5.20. A, that's not true. That's quite slander. Pardon? Uh, but B, Pardon? I'd have loved to have rolled in. That would have been a lot easier than driving and walking from the Villa Park. <laughs> park. Oh, God, it was, it was a struggle. Was a oh, struggle. The, Villa par- the Villa Parking is an absolute shocker. If, you, if Sky are doing the game, you literally have to park in this abandoned warehouse about 10-minute yeah. walk. At least, yeah, yeah. It's one of those places where you walk into it, you park, you're definitely worried for your life. And then there's this shuttle in inverted commas that come and that, that, that takes you to Villa Park, but you always seem to miss the shuttle or see the registration I, I, driving I, I, I off. I didn't see this. We, we were talking on Saturday afternoon about this. Yeah. I, 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 did, I didn't see it at all. I, I had to walk. If it wasn't a company car, I'd have been very worried about leaving it there. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I was there earlier where I blagged getting into Aston Villa's car park. Smooth, yeah, very smooth. wasn't on the list at all, but I just played. I just stood there. And just waited until someone was going to crack, and the guy was just like, "Okay, just get yourself in, just just get on my side." Well, I hope really. they're listening because they won't let you in next year. <laughs> no, that's true. It's <laughs> so, okay. I'm doing Villa next Sunday, but it's at Blue, so it's okay. Oh right, okay. That's oh just... yeah, Blue's great car park as well, by the way. <laughs> oh, what, yeah. what, is, what is it with our clubs and, and parking? <laughs> don't know. We, 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 we don't, don't have anywhere at Molyneux to park. Yeah, we don't. We don't. Honestly, we do not have a car parking space at Molyneux. How long has that been I mean, in on force? Uh, about 20 years, I think. What's all that about? Not just the Express and Star, I might add. It's all, all, all media. It's all media. Well, unless you're Sky. Unless you're Sky Sports. Yeah, unless you're yeah, Sky Sports. Yeah. Uh, no, uh... it's same, at, same at Blues, hmm. Villa and Wolves. Awful car parking situation. I'm sure everybody's hearts are collectively bleeding at this point. Yeah. Uh, as, as they get the trains and the coaches to games. But anyway, we're not happy. And, and only, only two servings of gammon as well. <laughs> in, the, in the press area no of Villa Park no sauce uh, just gammon and potatoes with no sauce it's incredibly dry yeah. but for someone who like you know we're, we're all friends here I was yeah. a little bit hungover oh uh, man this guy to... this guy looked a different colour when he came into Villa Park it was absolutely hilarious I mean luckily I drank red wine all night so I was fine but who was mixing straight on within the first hour and a half oh dear <laughs> And as soon as you got that bottle of champagne with the award, it was game over for you. I mean, so, I saw you at 1am and it just didn't look good. I decided to take an Uber home because someone had to be professional. 42 quid Uber, which wasn't, didn't, didn't go down great. It's because you're such a lightweight, you couldn't handle it. You I, had to go home. I, you know, I don't, I don't drink. 
frequently like like other people in this podcast, but that's fine. There's no problem with that. I like to leave a healthy, clean lifestyle. Others don't. A bit more debaucherous, as you would have seen from the, the picture. The picture from Brighton. This guy dragged me. Well, we'll talk about that later on. But um, you dragged me to a certain club on Friday after after the um, the one nil defeat. Someone did text me on Saturday saying mm. I was walking around Wolverhampton Racecourse swigging champagne from the bottle. You were <laughs> it's quite quite hefty. hefty oh, it's a decent. It was a decent, a nice yeah. nice bottle of champagne as well, dry. But hey, you know, award winning. Not every night you win an award, is it? So. Absolutely, and, and you let the world know about it on your Twitter bio. Award winning journalist Tim Spears now apparently is what what you come to as known. Stop, no? stop making things up. Let's talk some wolves. Let's get on Go with on, it. Man. Let's talk. Okay, we love you. We love you, really. Um, well, Steve Bruce factor. We'll go back to, to Villa Park, and we all thought that <coughs> we all thought they were up against it. You know, worst possible timing for Steve Bruce from a Wolves point of view to be announced, and that you know when they went one 0 up early, you thought here's the writing on the wall. But they battled back. They were very good in the second half and should have won the game at least by a couple of goals. I thought the chances they had, yeah. but yeah. at least we finished it on a positive. We go into Tuesday night. We, we, we've talked about Tuesday nights before and the problems they've had. He made one change and let's face it, for 89 minutes or so, they were, they were more than second best. They were third best. Who was second best? Well, the, well, the ref wasn't bad, was he? Yeah, so exactly, yeah. Um, he's having a few problems with selection, I think, at the moment. Uh, a few weeks ago, he was rotating a lot. Didn't really know whether to blood the new signings in. And now he's kept with pretty much the same 11 now for a few weeks and it's not working. And I was really surprised with his post-match comments on Tuesday saying how unlucky mm. they were because nobody else who was in that ground, from everyone I've spoken to, from all the reports I've read, nobody else thought that Wolves and Brighton were, were equals on that night, which is what he said. He said you couldn't see any difference between the teams. What did you do and, when he said that? I mean, you and I assume BBC WN were there. Yeah, it was, it was, it was speaking to WM at this point and we were obviously listening in, but... You can't you can't predict what he says and you can't you can't argue with him. I know no. it's easy for people to say, Oh, you should be you Well he was feisty be. after that Norwich game, wasn't he? Because yeah, because he, he has his opinion and he sticks to it and he won't he won't be wavered on that. But I just think it's a bit of a Mickey take for all the well, we said this on Tuesday, for all the fans who travel three and a half hours to get there yeah. on Tuesday night. Um, awesome effort by the way. Who who see, you know, a real a real underwhelming performance and the team gave them nothing to cheer. No. And they were, they were a little bit quiet. I know there wasn't that many of them as, as always, but they were a bit quiet. They were given absolutely nothing to go on. And then to be told that it was an, e- an even game, yeah. I just, yeah. It's, it's not, not not the biggest issue in the world, but do you know what? That's the kind of thing that, that, that you lose fans yeah. from mm-hmm. because you lose a bit of respect and you lose a bit of support, I think, as well. Do you think that's his honest opinion? Or is that him trying to play the media? Or, or you know, has he seen the game and he honestly, he honestly believes that? Because they were lucky, as, and we talked about it at length during the game, that they were lucky to, that's the only redeeming part of the game was that they were only 1 0 down, at, you know, 60, 70, 80 minutes, because it could have been 2, 3, or 4. He doesn't want to be critical of his players. I think there's only Barnsley where he really had a, really had a big go at them, which, which he couldn't do anything but, I suppose. I don't know. I just, I, I don't know. Do you know, mm. it's, it's a good question, but he's a very unpredictable character. You never mm. really know what he's going to say. Well, is that um, a European thing? I, I don't know. I mean, I think that he would have got a lot more credibility if he came in. If he honestly believed that, that they were second best and go, look, we weren't good enough tonight. Brighton showed us exactly what they've done. They're an established yeah. side. Bra- yeah, and, and they were no well shame. drilled. There's no shame no. in that, by the way. They were good. Brighton good are impressed. a flipping good team yeah. who I will be astonished if they're not in the playoffs again this yeah, year. Yeah, I think they'll be right up there. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we saw back on Tuesday. They're exactly that Wolf, They're everything that Wolves want to be. You know, a consistent team. With a core cool group of very good players who know exactly what their roles are, so he, he has got to be a bit careful, you know, with, with his remarks because um, that was a big issue for Kenny Jackett last season. That 
Wolves were struggling for most of the year and Kenny was fiercely fiercely defending them week after week mm. and he lost I think he lost respect from the fans for that so mm. Zingro's got to be careful um, because you're going to need him on side because if you look at the league table it doesn't yeah. look great for him it doesn't look great but it is quite it's quite strange the league table as it is at the moment isn't it yes there are uh, there's three wins between 6th and 22nd basically so three wins wow. from relegation to playoffs so we saw Villa got their first win for 20 years on uh, away on yeah. Tuesday night <laughs> and they're only six points from the playoffs now so um but we knew that anyway. It's the same every single year in the Championship. Yeah. Put a few wins together. Everything looks great. Mm-hmm. One win in four and it doesn't. But they're still only four from the playoffs. Saying that, I feel like he does need a win. Yeah, he does need he a win. He does need a win and he needs it soon. You go to Leeds and Gary Monk, obviously, you know, a very good manager. or He did very well at Swansea and maybe unlucky to lose his job. He's trying to sort things out there. They, they drew 1-1 home to Wigan yeah. on Tuesday night. But this is, on paper, a game where you've got a thing that they've got a cracking chance of getting a W. Excuse Ver- me? American. Oh, yes. American. Unbelievable. What? Um, yeah, I mean, they don't want a D or an L. Definitely not. Do you <laughs> like, do you like yeah, that? I like that, I like that, I like um, that. No, if you look at the next four games, all winnable. Right, Leeds at home. Three points. And then, oh God, you need to put me a bit of a train of thought. You know. Sorry, come on, comes next. Stupid comments. What? I'm just saying, I'm predicting. I'm, I'm allowed to predict well. away. Point. Anyway, Derby at home. Point. And then Preston, home or away? Oh, away at Preston. It's, it's away because at home. To them yeah, last day three season. points. So anyway, only one team above them in the table there, which is Leeds. Oh, in fact, maybe Preston overtook them the other night. Mm. I'm sure, well, Gaffer's not in today, but I'm sure he would have come over. Oh, yeah, I did let you know, yeah. Let him know about that already. Mm-hmm. So anyway, four winnable games, certainly compared to the last four. So mm. he needs it because... He's got to be in, the, in and around the. He's got to be in or close to the playoffs at Christmas. Jeff Shee stated that he's the new owner. He does. He he calls the shots. Mm. So what does in or close mean? Does that mean top ten? I mean, I think it they, means, they are in or close to the playoffs at the moment, and they're, they're think, the way think, down the I table. I think it means within spitting distance. Yeah. yeah. So if they were four points off the playoffs, like mm. they are now at Christmas, mm. I think he'd be fine. And he said that Zenger anti as well. He said that I won't look at the table he until said, Christmas. <coughs> until December, he said. Yeah. So he might have to have a look at it before. Yeah, then. but but you know, do you know what? It's not just about Zenger and whether his job's in uh, under threat or what. It's about Wolves' promotion season. Yeah, you know, that's a fair point. This is this is a this is a huge year for the for the club. All the changes that are happening, they've got to be in the Premier League as soon as possible. So mm. it's going to be tough. I think I think the longer this goes on, the more you think it's unlikely to be this year. Mm. But the question is whether Zenger's going to be the one to to look at it in. For a year or two in the long term, I don't know. It is strange though when you look at the team because I don't think that it's such a crazy team to watch this year because at one point they can be beating the very. I mean, Newcastle have gone clear now at the top and I don't think they'll be caught from now. Mm. And they're the best team in the league. But you've gone there and you, you, you've put on performance this year and halved this year, maybe not the full 90 minutes, but you, you've put on performances against the best of the best and you've been head and shoulders above, uh, above certain teams for, for long periods of the game. But then they can come be completely the other direction. You sometimes get to Wigan away. Some, sometimes they're a little bit better or a little bit worse, and you know exactly kind of what you're going to get. You've got absolutely no idea when you turn around, and I guess that's that's why it makes them so engaging this season of what you're going to get on a on, on a you know a day to day basis. Yeah, and I think in recent games, the inconsistencies come from the fact that they've got a lot of new players, a lot of new foreign players who are new to the country and new to the league. and new to the team, and they're not going to be consistent week after week. The likes of Say, Sonjaye. Costa, Texera, you know, they've all kind of dipped in and out. They've all had good games and bad. It's the same for most players, but you know, you just want a bit you just want a bit more consistency, I think, from the players that we've got. 
Um, I mean, if you look, if you look at the, the way they started the season with a lot of the old guard, so to speak, in those first few games, there was only Bod Varson really and, and Texera that, that kind of started those first games of the new signings. They got eight points from the first five games, which included that one defeat to Huddersfield. And then since then, they've got eight from the next eight. And basically, well, those last eight are when he started to bring the new signings in on mass. It started yeah. with it started with a Burton draw when he brought in um, he brought in quite a few in that game. I think he made seven changes. So basically, you know, they've they've brought in all these players of, of higher and and you know better quality, so to speak. And it hasn't improved results. In fact, in fact, results have got worse in terms of picking up points. So he's he's just started to make a few a few dodgy decisions really in term, in terms of selection. <coughs> I mean, someone like um, Cavalero. Mm. I don't yet, know. It's a strange one, isn't it? Really. I mean, you know, club record signing. Comes off the bench, gives the ball away a couple of times in shocking areas early on, and uh, he's done. He's done nothing to prove mm, so far, mm. or to justify the fact that he's the club's record signing. No. And if you remember at Blues, Jed Wallace was absolutely outstanding at Blues. I think he was pretty much man of the match. Mm-hmm. And Cavalero's reached nowhere near those kind of levels, you know, so far. Um, so it's a bit of a concern, really. Uh, he's, he's made quite a, he's made quite a few odd selection decisions. I mean, Prince on Yoga at left midfield in the last two games just hasn't worked. He's sure. been withdrawn early both times. Um, Ola John, where's Ola John? You know, he was great in Newcastle away in the mm. League Cup. Mm. Looked like he could really make an impact from the bench, mm. and we've we've barely seen him since. But I think we made, again made this point on Tuesday. For me, he's discarded a lot of the old guard a bit too readily and a bit too hastily. You know, you like Sir Joe Mason, who started the season really well, and yeah. since has pretty much been frozen out. He's mm-hmm. did, you know, scored three goals, looked sharp, mm-hmm. looked great with Bod Varson up front. Well, he's been injured though, hasn't he? Only for, um, only for what's it Tuesday? Okay, he's been available otherwise. Um, George Savile had a, had a really good second half of last season. Yeah. Um, Jack Price. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jack Price. The end of last season, Burnley away. Mm-hmm. I know you weren't there. He gave a masterclass at Burnley away. And then he was really good at MK Dons, and people were talking about him like he should be, a, you know, Premier League player. I remember Dave Edwards saying in an interview, right. it "Looks like he's good enough for the Premier League." Yeah. And where is he? Completely discarded. Yeah. Um, you've got Wallace, as you mentioned, absolutely outstanding at Birmingham away, one of the best performances in a wool shirt this season by anybody. Um, and, yeah. and, and Stearman, where's Stearman? Yeah, I was going to say uh, you know, Richard Stearman. You know, um, one good game against Burton. Mm. Had a, had a poor game against Barnsley mm. at fault for a couple of goals. We haven't seen him since. It's just that might change on Saturday, maybe. Well, we've been saying this for the last couple of weeks now yeah. that he might be brought in. Um, I mean, Dave Edwards got brought in from the cold, didn't he? And he's, and he's, he's done been, a decent job. And he, and he was outstanding in the first game at Newcastle away, and he's played at a consistent level ever since. And that's what you need from your players. You don't you don't want them ranging from a an eight out of ten to a five out of ten, which mm. is what Texera has kind of been doing, and Costa as well to a lesser extent. Um, and say so, and Yago dipped dipped in and out. So, like I say, it makes some strange decisions. I mean, I offer at right back. Why has I offer gone to right back? Yeah, he was doing really well at centre half, um, and he's a shadow of the player who's been at, at right back. And he doesn't like doesn't like his fullbacks to get forward. I think we've seen that. So you lose you lose something of Iolfa's mm. game if you're asking him just to sit there. Mm. So you know why isn't Silvio playing there? Mm. Um, where is where is Silvio? Where is Silvio? Where is uh, I think that's a question um, from Jane from Wunnell, where, where is Silvio? Good question, Jane. Where yeah. is Silvio? Where, where is he? We haven't seen him. He hasn't really been travelled with the squad. I mean, the, um, Tuesday night we saw Borthwick Jackson and Price were there. And you, just in the squad, not on the bench. On the squad, but not on the bench. Uh, but he, Silvio hasn't been doing that. We've barely seen him. I mean, he had a really poor game at Wigan away. I think that was his last appearance. 
Um, but he's obviously, you know, he's come from Atletico Madrid slash Benfica. And yeah. He's played 12 times, I think, for Portugal. Yeah. If I, if I all for struggling a right back, you know, give, give, him, a, give him a go. Um, and then the other one was was playing Dicko up front on his own. I was just having a bit of a rant here, but, you know, there's just been a lot go, of... Go, it's, it's your mic, it's your just, time. There's just been a lot of bizarre selection decisions over the last few weeks. And I think playing Dicko up front on Tuesday... Anyone who's seen Dicko play up front on his own for Wolves before, which is quite frequently in the past, knows it doesn't really work. Yeah. He's, not, he's not tall enough. I don't think he's physical enough to play that role. He likes playing off the last man. He likes his service. And it, it, didn't, it didn't work at all. And he's not, he's not fit. So was Bod Varsen just, really just left out on yeah, the bench? Yeah, he was. Yeah. You know, he, was, he was available and he fine. Um, Dicko had a really tough time against two centre-halves. Didn't get any change out of him whatsoever. Had no service. You know, you really need him up with Bod Varsen alongside him. And... I know that they had to start the second half together, but Dicko was already getting really knackered at that point. Mm-hmm. So, so there's a lot there's a lot of problems in the team. Like I said, I'd like to see a few more of the old guard brought back for a bit of consistency. And you know, these are good players; they're young, improving players, and they need a bit of star star quality alongside them, which Wolves have got now. Um, this kind it, of this game kind of lends itself to that as well. If you're going to bring a few of the old boys back, I just feel you yeah. know it's a real Eng- English sounding game, doesn't it? You know, Wolves yeah. versus Leeds and. And you want a couple of people who are going to give a bit of bite to you, a bit of bite to the, to, and get the fans going as well. Yeah, yeah. Ho- hopefully, we say it every week. Hopefully, a bit of a decent crowd. Leeds, like you say, have got a lot of English players. Um, it all, it all, it's all just screaming to me at the moment that you've mm. got too many players, basically. Yeah. Still got what twenty five first team players. I mean, this isn't it's just this isn't Zenga's two. fault though, is it? I mean, Zenga's, Zenga's been fault. given these players, so Zenga Zenga's only you know he's cutting his cloth accordingly. He's only he's got to manage these players, and he's got to find his own way a new club as well. So it's it's not easy. We're not making excuses, and he's going to make mistakes. It's, it's a very it's a very tough task for any for any manager. But this is the this is the cards he's been dealt, and this is the yeah. challenges accepted. As thousands of other managers would be delighted to have this situation. Absolutely, absolutely. But that's the cold, hard reality that mm-hmm. he's got to be getting Wolves towards the playoffs this season. And who's who's too... You know, like you say, Jeff Shee is looking at Wolves and he's going to assess it apparently around Christmas time, New Year, where they are. Who's who's advising Jeff Shee? Who's going to tell him, you know, is Jeff Shee the one who's going to say, I want a new manager, I'll appoint a new manager? Or is he getting told? To, who's going to be, you know, feeding him that information? I don't think he's, yeah, he's not making these decisions on his own. He's a very wise man. I think he takes takes his counsel from from those around him. Because so. he's not a footballing man, is he? I mean, no, and he admitted that in his press conference. He's, uh, that, and that's that's his major weakness for me. He's, he's, he's inexperienced in football. But as long as he seeks the advice of those around him, then uh, uh, you know I think Wolves are in good hands. Yeah, but who who are those around? Well, you see, so you've got Laurie Dalrymple, the managing director. You've got Kevin Thelwell, sporting director. Jorge Mendes obviously involved as well, and we'll be speaking to Jeff Shee quite a lot. Andrea Booty, general team manager as well. So he's he's got a lot of opinions around there. Um, so many different people, and yet you don't, <coughs> we don't really know who's got the final say, have we? Oh, Jesse has got the final final say, but uh, he's not he's not doing it just on his own opinions. That's what yeah. I mean. He's taking yeah. counsel. Oh, do you think others. it's going to be collective a collective thing? Yeah, I do. It it, it is a bit murky with the hierarchy and, mm. and exactly who whose whose opinion holds more sway than others, and who who has the final say on certain things. But it's certainly Jeff Shee who's kind of having the final say on transfers and, mm. sign, and signing them off. Mm. So it'll be the same as I mean, and it was his decision to, to sack Kenny Jacket as well, and his decision to appoint Walter Zinger. It's interesting. It it's really is. I mean, it's a, it's a fascinating for I mean, been working in you know sports journalism now for twenty years, and 
you know, I've been with Middlesbrough, yeah, 20 years now. Oh, you are 40, 18, you? 18 years. According, according, according to a certain individual the other night, you are 40, aren't you? Oh, please, that's <laughs> unbelievable. We went, went for a couple of drinks, Spears dragged me to this bar to see what, because we went left Amex at like midnight. Was it midnight? Five to midnight? Yeah, it's about, yeah, about midnight. Problem, a few problems. Well, with, we work so hard, don't we? Yeah, last one's in. Again, shock. Um, so I thought, well, have a little drink to relax ourselves. Obviously, we're on the pier and in you know, a beautiful sea, sea air and sea breeze. Thought I'd have a couple of, couple of cheeky drinks. And this one place that's open, oh, it's right on the front on the beach. So we get a little bit of a tip and a wink. And uh, oh my goodness, it was proper. It was a it was a club first was, of all. It was, it was fresh. It fresh was as. it was fresh as week. So we walk into this place. I kid you not. We have it was rammed full shoulder to shoulder. I mean, my I couldn't hear myself think. <laughs> <laughs> oh talking my old now, but we were literally the oldest people in there by fifteen years. <coughs> I mean, there were people in there. I, well, I don't know, but I, I don't think I was like that at that age. No, and then you go outside. Children. And there's a bouncy castle and a sumo wrestling ring outside. Yeah, yeah. but they were just so noisy. Yeah, they were people. proper noisy. Where's the value in just just having a good chat? And, and you know, yeah, just have a, just just to juice the game and you know to analyse it. And no one really wanted to know, did they? Yeah, and we're getting barged and pushed around, and you're people getting, like you're, get, you're getting called old. I mean, it's just a bit embarrassing, really. Yeah, well, let's just make you feel you pretty feel good about yourself there, didn't you? You know what I mean? There's a nice little venue on, on, on the on, on, on the beach side. I think it'd be nicer in nicer in August, mid August than uh, back end of October because it was nippy. By the way. Yeah. It, well, yeah. You had nothing on your sleeves. No, I didn't know. I, was, I, I told you to put an overcoat. on. I was Tim Sherwood gilaying it still, <laughs> in honour of him. I told it's you. coming back. You and your gilet. You, yeah. you, you, you look you looked the part. By the way, you did look the part. Thanks, mate. Appreciate that. I thought it was a decent. I had a decent night. Brain's awesome. Awesome place. Oh yeah, I love it. I just wish it was Saturday three pm kickoff. They yeah. Made a proper night of it. But yeah, no Brighton. Fantastic setup as well, by the way. At the oh, stadium. I mean, talk, talk about a club geared up for Premier League football. Yeah, fair do, because that's a yeah. stunning stadium. Well, they've done it right, haven't they? Mm-hmm. But media-wise, superb as well. Yeah. Nice, nice fish pie. Yeah, fish pie had carrots, uh, proper little booths, um, ISDN lines. Big uh, uh, match was on a screen as well. Cheers. Oh yeah, that massive screen. That's huge, by yeah, the way. Yeah. Unbelievable, beautiful. But even even like we were driving there, <laughs> wait, and on the right hand side we saw the sea for like about fifteen minutes while we were just driving to the stadium, and all we kept on going was, oh, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. what a, <laughs> wow, this is unbelievable. It was a lovely trip, a very romantic little trip away. Yeah, I enjoyed it. We did stay in separate hotels though. Your budget was a little mm. bit bigger than mine. Was it? <laughs> no, I might have upgraded slightly. <coughs> lovely trip to seaside. Hope to do it again next year. Yeah, in the Premier League. In the Premier League. Uh, so. Tim Zenger or Walter Spears. Um, give me your, give me, no, I'm, I'm giving you the manager's hat. Okay, we've talked about <coughs> team selections and what yeah. you want to do, who you want to change, yeah. what old guard you want to bring in. Yeah. I want you to, to give me, you've got a blank slate, whiteboard here for everyone who can see it. Um, give me your 11 to beat Leeds United on Saturday, 3 pm kickoff. Okay, right. Obviously, Kimi in goal. Yeah. Uh, I think Doherty's been probably the best right back this year. Okay, by the way, Akimi could have done better for that goal. I'm not oh, yeah. S- yeah, you know. it, was, well, it wasn't in either corner. He got, a, he got a good hand to it. Mm. But it was a free header from 10 yards, so you've got to be looking at the defenders as well, haven't you? Yeah. And also a free cross. Uh, I offer at fault and Frey just didn't, made no attempt to stop the cross at all. Mm-hmm. I offer, you know, he did really well at centre-half, but I, I, he's not he's not looking good at right back. So, so I, Akimi in goal? Akimi in goal. I think we'll put what Doc- formation are you playing first? Well, hang on, we'll get to that. It's okay. definitely a back four. I think we'll have Doherty at right back. Okay. I do prefer him at left back, but because he doesn't have a licence to go forward under Zenga, he's kind of 
that was his niche. Yeah, he last, back in last season, the yeah. opposition box. Mm-hmm. But you can tell he's obviously been told not to do that anymore because he's just not getting forward. Which is a shame because he, he was thoroughly enjoying it back in the last season once he yeah, uh, so released alive. Exactly. So I'd have him at right back and I'd have Borthwick Jackson, I think, at left back. Good. I um, I want to see a bit more of him. Agreed. Again, slightly inconsistent. And yes, he's a youngster. Um, but I think if you bring Stearman into centre-half with Danny Bart, that's a good experience mm-hmm. back to who've played together an awful lot, know each other's games very well, so they can help Borthwick Jackson along, I think. Um, oh crikey! Right, midfield. I put you on the spot here. To be fair, but yeah, I mean, I think it's spot, uh, yeah. I think it's important to to try and because it is so hard to predict with with all the players that you've got going there. You know, you've got a squad of what twenty, twenty one, you know, nineteen, twenty, twenty one week in week out. It is mm-hmm. very very difficult to to keep everyone happy, but also get the right formula. I mean, we were discussing before earlier on that he did. We thought we'd found the winning formula going to Newcastle and playing playing like that and then and then facing Brentford and keeping the same team and bang, they got the win. They were excellent as he found his winning team. But mm-hmm. it's not as simple as that. And it's not in championship football. It's that, that's just not how it works. And he has got the players that he can, you know, move about. But I think, you know, when you say he, it's going to take him a while to find to find his best eleven. I mean, does anyone have a best eleven in these days anymore? Is, is that the right thing? You have a best 13 or 14? No, not really, even in the Championship. And I don't think, I honestly don't think between now and the end of the season that there will be a, a, a set 11 that you're going to play a role out, you know, every four or five weeks. I just don't think it's ever going to happen. But it's managing that yeah. and managing your strengths and, man, and, and going and, and facing, you know, a different team and seeing what the strengths are and then adapting to it. Yeah, no, I agree, completely agree. Um, I've right. given you enough time there by, by waffling on. I've given you 11 because you I really appreciate, appreciate that. I really appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> right, well... He's he's not he's not universally liked by many, but I, you know I really like Jed Wallace, and when he's given a run of games, he's a confidence player, and I think he can be a really effective player in this league, and he does does his defensive work as well. Mm. I'd like to see him on the right. Oh, personally, that's a big shout. That's your first. That's your first spears out. Well, I'm, go, I'm going for, I'm going four four two. Okay. Because I want to see Dicko and Bob Varson up front together. So Wallace on the right then, yeah. I'd have Wallace on the right. Yeah. Sace. I think you've got to have Sace in there. I, think I agree. I think he's got the makings of a quality player. I agree. And he's obviously got a booking in him all day long. Um, is he on loan to Sace? No, he's permanent. Oh, he's permanent, Three okay. Three million. But he reads the game very well. He's physical. Like um, him. He loves, you know, mopping up attacks and likes mm-hmm. getting the game going mm-hmm. as well. I think... He's your unsung hero in, team, in that kind of team. Yeah, he's never yeah. going to be talked about, Absolutely. but he's, he's fantastic. Well, he's, yeah, you say that, but he does, he does look, he's got, look he's got something about him going forward as well. But mm. I don't think he's hit his best form yet, but I think he will, given the run of games. Yeah. So I have him in there. We'll have Costa on the left. Yeah. Bit quite quite a game again, but still Wolves' well, main you know threat. What? Yeah, quite a game. And but he's still he's still produced three moments of absolute quality. Oh that that's safe. That yeah, shot in the first, first half, half yeah. when he looked like he was gonna cross from mm. out wide and he went for goal. Oh by the way, this is a Wolves special guy, I should tell you. Okay, yeah, so <laughs> fans, you can, we'll give you license to switch off. We are one. going sorry, <laughs> I should have said that at the start. We are doing a little bit more about Wolves, but we will preview each game at the at the end of the podcast, which is coming up soon. But just yeah, lost a few listeners. Just there, yeah, sorry guys. Uh, and then and he had a couple of moments. I don't know if you saw them uh, in injury time because you, you normally toddle off. No, I was um, but, um, I was I was by the fans here yeah, walking around the stadium then. But that was when it all happened, wasn't it? The injury time. Injury time was crazy. Tell me. It was it, well. They had about four. Danny Bart had a 20, 20 yard volley. Yeah, I want to see that. Um, see, it needs to be seen to be believed. It's a great hit. I had to see the replay twice to be convinced that it was him that did it. Um, <laughs> and your screen at the bottom just by yeah, exactly, big, big, yeah. big game screen. And then Costa had a curler from twenty yards again. Great save. And then Hakimi was up for the corners. Mm. Um, and great corners. I think it was Costa again who was swinging him in. And Cavalero headed it right across goal. And it, I think it bounced in the six-yard box. And it was one of them, everybody 
it was like that classic uh, Harry Hill thing yeah. where, where it's like uh, everybody's worried they're about to lose their toothpaste. So they start, oh god, that's that's an awful explanation for oh, YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Do you want to start this this, this show we, again? Anyway, everyone just put their bloody hands on their heads. That's what right. I'm going to say. Okay. Uh, and, then, and then the whistle blew. Right. Didn't even have time to take a goal kick. Uh, but do you know what? You know, you know, I've been a Wolves fan for many, many years. You have. Home and away, season ticket, all the rest. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, oh, I don't really want you to score. <laughs> just written, just written. That two. is, I can't believe I you're saying written. that. I, I just, cannot believe. I, you know, I was amazed when you said this on 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 Saturday, on Tuesday night you know. in the middle of the Freshers' Fair. <laughs> and with your double rum and coke or whatever it was, or sorry, <coughs> double diet coke, and uh, and you said it again. I can't believe that. I can't believe you're saying that. Because I'd written two match reports, eight hundred words for the website, yeah, and nine hundred for the paper. But they were diff- different match reports, which you know takes quite. So it's about six, seventeen hundred words there during the game. It's quite a lot of doing. What you're trying to say is you um, slated them in both reports, and you had to completely change it. Yeah, I'd been a bit critical actually because it obviously written. Pretty much before the ninety minutes were up, and yeah, uh, deadline print deadline was at half ten for the yeah. paper. So yeah. yeah, didn't really want to rewrite fifteen hundred words. No, nah, but so. you still won the point, surely. Yeah, yeah. Just right in that moment, I was just like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll take either. Um, right, where are we? Anyway, back to the team. Yeah, so come on Costa then. on the left, Sace yeah. in the middle, Wallace on the right, and then Sace and. So toss up between either Price and Edwards for mid for central midfield. Oh, I thought you had Prince written down there. I was like, I, d- I can't see Prince starting on 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 Saturday. But Price. Well, and he Edwards. got a knock on Tuesday anyway. But he's been yeah. he's been poor for me. I, yeah, I, I, we're kind of carrying him a little bit at the mm. moment. I don't know mm. what don't know what he adds. Really, I think he looks better going forward than defensively. Yeah. Um, anyway, so Price or Edwards? So Price. I mean, that's the, for me. I mean, I don't think Price probably doesn't offer enough going forward. You got Cody as well. You get going to that mix. I know, but um, that midfield of Price, Sace, and um, Wallace, and Wallace, I don't think Wolves fans would have that, would they? Well, Price, Sace, I'll, and Wallace. I'm not running a popularity contest here. Well, no, I mean, oh, you got to get the win. I understand <laughs> I'm that. After, I'm after three points. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm going um, for a more sexy lineup, but I understand what you're saying. Well, you will do. Yeah, you're a highlights kind of guy. So True. Oh, we'll take we'll take Edwards in there. I think. Okay. Um, or maybe Cody to come on. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. Being, it's, it's, t- it's tough being Walter Zengler. It's tough. Um, and then we'll have Dicko and Bob Varson up front. If Dicko can't, not going to happen. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But I'm the gaffer, so keep your mouth shut. Dicko being back on the bench. I'll have Mason with Bob Varson if if Dicko's yeah. not, not fit to start. That's what I do. That's what I do. So four four two, yeah. Four four two. So in there, you've only got one, two, four of the new, four of the new signings in there. So just run through that team again plus, then. Plus still. one to eleven. Kimi in goal, Doherty, Stearman, Bart, Borthwick-Jackson. Midfield four, Wallace, Edwards, Sace and Costa. Mm-hmm. You've got pl- plenty, plenty, it's quite, you know. Bit it's got a bit of pace down there. there. It's pacey. I don't know what you're going to get with Wallace from, from week to week. I think it's, it's difficult. And then Dicko and Bob Varsen up front. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the way, if you look at the way Brighton did it on Tuesday, they were so disciplined that midfield four was so tough to play around. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're explosive and great going forward as well, so... I don't know. Midfield three is not really working for me at the moment, so I think it needs a bit of a change. What, what, what do you think? You, you watch most of these games. Well, watch, allegedly. Oh, please. It's incredible. Um, well, I agree with the Dick Bud Varsen is that even though they did play second half together... Do you think there's together, a transformation as well, do you? Pardon? 
you think they should change formation as well? I, I, I agree. I it's not working. I think the, something needs to change. Mm -hmm. And I'd love to see Dicko Bodvarsson from the start fit yep. at the start of a game. Like you say, Dicko was, was, was knackered one team. He, probably, he was, probably won't be fit enough to start. No, and I, I think so. I, I completely agree. But I think once they, they are, and it might be the game after, it might be Blackburn where we see that happen. Yeah. Um, I think that that'll be that'll be very important. Look, you know, for the rest of the season, how that how they into you know interchange. I think that's Glad really important. Oh my goodness! I think um, I think this is crying out for Tashera to start this game. I think Tashera will start this game. I'll be very surprised if he doesn't. He didn't do much on Tuesday. He didn't do much. Yeah, on but Tuesday. he came off the bench. I, I think he will. I agree. This is mm. my. I mean, this is my. This won't happen. Obviously, the team mm. I've just read mm. ahead there. I think Tashera will play, and he needs a big game. He's mm. been poor the last couple of weeks. I think he'll play a front three. Of Teixeira, Bodvarsson, Bodvarsson and, Costa. Yeah. and Costa. I agree. I think that's what he'll do. And I think he'll keep Cavalera on the bench. I do I do think he'll change the back four round. I think there's a decent chance he'll bring both with Jackson and Stearman back in, actually. Yeah, I'd, I'd be very happy with that. I but think that's that's the right way to go. I agree with you on that. For me, Danny Bart's place has got to be at risk here. I mean, Bulldog peeled off him for the header on Tuesday. And... He's made quite a few mistakes recently. Wigan away, Norwich at home. He's not undroppable, that's for sure. I know he's captain, but do Italians really place that much faith in, you know, or captain's got to play every week? I don't know. He's, just, like, signed like, a new, he's I, just signed a new deal. Yeah, no, I like Danny, and he, and he started the season really well in great form, but he's made a few mistakes the last few weeks. And he'll so, be the first to admit that, won't he? He knows he's yeah, making mistakes. Yeah, but you know, Stearman made a mistake against Barnsley, yeah, and we haven't seen he, him since. You're so, right, yeah. So it can't be one rule for one, one for the next, mm -hmm. and... If they're making mistakes at the back, then someone's got to be someone's got to be culpable. So I, I don't think he should be immune from from being dropped. Certainly, um, I guess I mean, the I often horse partnership hasn't really worked, has it either? Centre backs. No, I, in, you want in, to get in, away from in, that in five years' time. Absolutely, I think they're both really good players with a lot of potential at centre half. But no, not right now. Not mm. right now. You can't have two twenty-one year olds at centre half for me. Mm. But I, I tell you what, something we haven't touched on: four games in a row now they've conceded in the first fifteen minutes. To go one wow. nil down. Wow. Wigan away was Lafondra. Yeah. Norwich at home was Cameron Jerome, wasn't it? Villa. Villa with the early penalty for Codger, and then what's his name, Bulldog on mm. on Tuesday. Mm. So Zenga again said this is just a coincidence. He said, oh, it's oh just our luck. Every 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 first good ball into the box seems seems to end up in a goal mm. at the moment, but. They're not starting games well enough. They're giving themselves too much to do. Sure. So the first 20 minutes really important then against Leeds. Absolutely. In six out... This this isn't just the last four games that happened. It happened at Rotherham as well. And another game which escapes me. Maybe Blues. I was having a look the other day and I had six out of the first... No, Huddersfield. That was it. Huddersfield. Mm. Van La Parra's early mm -hmm. goal. Mm -hmm. so, so in six of their 13 league games, they've conceded in the first 15 minutes. That's very interesting. So first 20 minutes really important on Saturday. They need the fans behind them. They, um, the home form hasn't been great. You need to get a bit of momentum about them. Early goal would be lovely. Early first goal from Bodvarsson. Yeah, which might win someone a bit of money, maybe, yeah. Uh, Bodvarsson, I mean, I do like a dabble with the old uh, betting account from time to time. I do, yeah. I do. I, I like to uh, have a dabble on a Saturday, as I'm sure most people do. But for anyone who hasn't seen it, I'm not giving them a plug. Well, I guess I am. But Paddy Power, Cha for some reason... <laughs> get those affiliates. Um... I just don't. I don't know whether they've not not seen him or anything like that. But Bodvarsson, especially in for, in, for first goals for the first goal score market, is like ten, eight, nine, ten to one every every game. Whereas he's five to one with everyone else. So I'm like Bodvarsson is going to score you if he starts most of the games. Let's say let's say thirty eight games. Let's say he starts thirty games a season. Yeah. yeah. Okay. For me, he's going to score you at least ten. Ooh, ten. Not sure about that. 
You reckon 10? I reckon 7 or 8 out of 30. Okay, so 7 or 8. At 7 or 8. Let's say he's 8 to 1 on average to score the first goal. Yeah. Okay. Yep. 7 oh, or 8. Yeah, yeah. So let's let's say 8. 8 times 8, 64, yeah? Good maths. Yeah, very good, yeah. That's Get your maths GCC. Private education and A-level. A. Oh. Thank you very much. Did you really? Yeah. God, does it show? Wow, are you kidding me? Statistics. An A? An A? At A level, I got six A's and four B's at GCSC, and Did you? yeah, an A B B at A level. Where are you hiding all this in intellect? <laughs> That's why I wanted to be a presenter. <laughs> so you went from I went from I went from so you got, six so you got A's qualifications. You ended up working for Nickelodeon in the Express and Star. <laughs> yeah. What's that? What went wrong? It's a bit of Sky Sports in between, bit of Middlesbrough, please. Right. But yeah, it's yeah started at started at Nickelodeon and finished at the ENS with a bit of Big Brother in between, eh? Yeah, I'm going to start we, seeing you in a different light. Yeah, we had to have these, and um, we had to give these little bios, didn't we? Little little fun things because we were nominated on the shortlist. And my, what was yeah. your what was your any, fun any, fact? An excuse for you to mention this, right? What was your yeah. fun fact? Uh, I don't think I had one. I'm not very fun or fact. Or oh, fact, didn't you yeah. say about about Lee? Oh yeah, I've just got a crush on Lee Sanders. What a hunk! Yeah, <laughs> he's a great he's joke. He's our Welsh guy in the in the office who was a big Cardiff City fan. Mm-hmm. We sh- we're going to get him on in a couple of weeks. Are we? All oh, right, is that, are you calling the shots now? Are you? It's my yeah. podcast, this. Is it, is it? Oh, I'm not going to swear. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, which, which brings us on to, beautifully, Ricky Lambert watch. Mm-hmm. Do you like that? Yeah, very Do you good. like that? He was really unlucky the other night. He had a great uh, game. Uh, 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 uh. Sheffield Wednesday won. Cardiff City won. He played really well. Ricky Lambert. Really well, really well. One second, one second. You, didn't, yeah, you, not, you had no idea about the game. I've just been, um, I've been on soccer base while you've been ranting around in the last 15 minutes. Um, Do you need okay. me to film that? Oh, no, 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 I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. So, Ricky Lambert has played 10 games. He has scored two goals. Go on, Ricky. He has <laughs> started in nine of those 10 games, which is good for you. Yeah. But yeah, two in 10, both against Rotherham away. Well, still... It could quite easily have been zero in 10. Well, they're still playing 4 5 one, aren't they? I think Shamak came on for him the other night. You want them together? SAS, Sutton and Shearer, new partnership. I mean, Shamak's obviously got the legs now. He's back up to full speed. You know what's going to happen. Oh, <laughs> yeah, a bit of a bad buzz cut. Uh, but if this Don't carries worry. on for another five Don't or worry. six, if these carry on another four, five, six games, do not score. We're nearly at halfway point of the season. Don't You're going to start Lambert. getting nervous. Only, yeah. You're not even. You, you're 33% there. Yeah. Six six goals he's got to score for Costa Coffees for the rest of the season. Don't worry about it. The only thing you've got to worry about with Ricky what? Lambert is what? when Cardiff come to Molyneux. Oh. I'm, I'm going to point you out by the tunnel. <laughs> there he is, the one that keeps slagging you off every day. Oh, honestly, he'll be, he'll be literally being. He'll be on the bench for that Warnock's game. delighted with how he's been in training. Has he? Has yeah. he? Big Neil, has he? Yeah, he's been, he's been yeah. really pleased with his effort. He thinks the goals are going to come for him. The girls are going to come for him. And the goals. <laughs> right, okay. They go hand in hand, don't they, in football? <laughs> Absolutely, they definitely do. Uh, let's um, Obviously, there's some other games going this weekend, as we, we did discuss earlier on. So let's do a little bit of a preview to them. Let's, uh, yeah. let's, uh, let's, let's make got? some Who predictions. Okay, well, we'll go from... Um, let's go with Albion. So mm. Albion, obviously, very close to, to getting a, an excellent result against Spurs last weekend. Yep. 1-0, uh, Dale Alley. Um, Who? Dale Day Ali. Ali. I forgot his first name, what was it? I'm not telling you that is that is shocking. Yeah, well Ali scored, didn't he? Uh, Delhi Ali. Oh yeah, Delhi. Great that's it. English football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. Yeah, what about him? Scored a little toe poke in the 89th minute, uh, break the heart of the baggies, but 
great to see Chadley scoring. It was always, always going to be him Narrative, scoring, wasn't it? Obviously, yeah. 100%. But they are playing pretty good. And this has got a little bit of feistiness about this game. We, I think we I think we pretty much predicted that last week, that Chadley would score. And, and yeah. me, me and Wilson both said one all. Cheers. What did I say? Uh, I think you said no. Did you say no? No, one no. nil Albion. You said yeah, no. Matt, no. yeah. I think I did say one nil Albion. Actually, oh yeah, so I was so close. Although I'll get, I'll get this out of the way now. Go on, get out of the <laughs> I way. I did say oh. Morsel Shrewsbury nil nil shocking game. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, Whoops. five goal, five goal and two red card yeah, thriller. Yeah, thriller. Whoops. Uh, so yeah, there was a bit. There was a bit of nastiness about this last year with uh, Klopp. Coming, Relatively new to English football, saying that the long ball tactic that we frustrated Albion got a classic draw as they do sometimes going to yeah. the big boys and and fair dues, excellent work by Pulis. And then Pulis came back saying that I think Liverpool played two less long balls than Albion. So I don't know what he's talking about. So, right. so Tony will obviously want to do, want to get a result, but he'll have that little bit of added incentive uh, for the game. And I think that they'll set out to to try and frustrate them again as Man United did. Well, it's a bad time to play them, isn't it? Because Liverpool. Need the points and they'll be seething after Monday night. See, I mean, I didn't see the game. Oh my good Did you watch god! It? Do you know what? I haven't watched a lot of live football because I've got to, you know, share my afternoons with you. Unfortunately, from from three until God knows when, nine or ten Needless. on a Saturday. And uh, I had two games I identified this weekend. I was so so excited. Obviously, people don't know I'm a Middlesbrough fan. To watch Middlesbrough on Sunday at Watford. Wife's away. She's uh, she's in America at the moment. So it's me and the dog. Game a nice little walk. What dog have you got again? Uh, I've got a very manly Pomeranian. Oh. <laughs> he's so, so cute. Pink, he's oh, so cute. Pink lead for you? Yeah. No, no, no. He's got a little harness, to be fair. He's got a little papoose as well if he gets tired, so I'll carry him. Oh, this is embarrassing. Pardon? Embarrassing or 100% true? <laughs> Both. Um, oh, and uh, so we came in. He was tired. And we sat down, got the seat on, got the fire going, and it was one of the worst performances I have possibly seen of a Middlesbrough team. It was a dreadful game, yeah. Um, and we were just had nothing about us. I still think we'll be fine in the in the Premier League this season, but literally dreadful. Um, so I was pretty gutted about that, and I thought, okay, well, Liverpool, Man United, Monday night can't get any worse than that. Yeah, and it was absolute. Oh, it was just one of the worst. It was just dreadful. And when Ibrahimovic missed that header as well. Didn't see it. Oh, it was. Like, I mean, it was just nailed on. It was just a typical breakaway goal from United. Typical Mourinho away performance. They've done nothing, and then and then you thought Ibrahimovic won nil. But apart from that, was the only highlight in what was a game of just dreadfulness. What's a papoose? I laughed along to that, but I don't actually know What's what it is. A papoose. How do you spell it? I've tried to Google it. What's a papoose? I've tried to Google it, and I've come up with poo poo platter. P u p u platter. I'm really it's sorry a tray for of American, the... Chinese, or Hawaiian food, <laughs> and it's quite yummy actually. <laughs> if anyone wants to Google that, p u p u platter. I'm more amazed you don't know what a papoose is. I'm sorry to all the pregnant and, and, and ladies out there and the ladies who are a child. I know what a porpoise is. It's a papoose. How do you spell it? Oh my god, I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not we doing don't this with you. I'm you obviously didn't get an English English English, 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 English lit sure. Um it's a papoose. It's really? It's yes. You've got How do you spell it? P A P P O U S E. Oh, I think it's come up here. There you go. P-A-P-O-O-S-E. Oh, close. Oh, no, it's a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. Oh, yes, he is. <laughs> God, we're so weird. Well, he's just, we? he's just a we're little, so just a little it's like a little carry-on that, you know, you, you hold your baby when you're walking. Oh, so a, you can, a, young, a young North American Indian child, papoose, or a type of bag used to carry a child on one's back. There you go. But this is this is the this is the modern day papoose, so it's actually on your front, and you don't want oh, him facing, God, you got, you got, oh. you, there you go, there you go. But there's a doggy papoose you can Got get. It. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> On your front. But yeah, but you don't have them facing into you because they're not seeing the world. So you need to turn the other way. 
So you put them so their backs to your to your stomach, and then they can see the world. So what you're walking. Image. What an image! What? what and his little legs are dangling along. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honest. I'll show you the. I'll you show you the this picture in public. What's, what's wrong with it? I'm proud to be a dog You're owner. You're not in LA. Pardon? What's the matter with you? I did live in San Diego for three years, remember? Oh, you've bought it. Oh. used to go running with it as well. We need to move on. This is, this is, this is an ES Sorry, football yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, carry on. Yeah, go on, yeah. Um, I've lost my train of thought. I've so lost, yeah, I've lost all respect for you, to be honest. Oh, so yeah. Um, um, oh, every, everybody, please Google dog papoose. Oh, this is Judah right here. Yeah, that oh, is me. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, we some tweets now, aren't we? Fantastic. Um, oh, you, you can never say anything to me ever again. Why? Because I've got this on you. <laughs> <laughs> There's the pop right. as well. Right. Um, so, yeah, so Liverpool Albion. <coughs> uh, yeah. Big game. Um, 5.30 kickoff. I believe it's on BT Sport. Uh, and what's your prediction, Mr Tim Spears? I don't think they'll get anything. I think, I think it's a bad time to play them, to be honest. 2-0 mm. Liverpool. Yeah, I agree. I think that um, I mean, Liverpool... they score a lot. I know they didn't against Man United, but they're mm. great going forward. Tough to stop. Yeah, I think with Coutinho back, um, Lana back, I think Sturridge are probably on the bench. When you can have Daniel Sturridge on your bench, I know he hasn't been great this yeah. season, but well, you, well, they're, they're yeah. strong. They but are strong. They are strong. But you're right, Albion off at your peril. I mean, mm. they've been written off a lot of times already this season yeah. and, and proved people wrong. Yeah. But no, I do, I do think on this occasion they've got tougher in the fixtures as well, Albion. Mm. But. Um, Good to start with a point last week against Spurs. Agreed, absolutely. Um, yeah, Man City next week as well, so it doesn't yeah. get any easy for Albion, but I'm going to agree with you. I think 2-0 Liverpool on this occasion. Sorry, Albion fans. Sorry, Matt Wilson. It's nothing personal. No, he's a nice guy, most of the time. Most of the time. Not here today, so we can give, give him a bit of stick. Yeah. Is, is, he, is he on holiday this week? I haven't seen him all. I, haven't really been I miss around. him, actually. He's a bit different, isn't he? And we've got Matt Mayer doing, the, doing West Brom updates this week. Yep. No, I don't know where he is. I haven't really been around this week. Yeah, nice to see you taking <laughs> consideration to your fellow fellow colleagues. <laughs> I'm sure he's fine. You go win an award and you're not interested, are you? <laughs> Everyone else is beneath you. Uh, Swindon versus Walsall. Joe Massey going back to his, uh, oh, his, his men. hometown. Hometown Swindon. Divided loyalties. He won't have to buy a drink this weekend. He's a Swindon Town fan, so it's difficult, yeah? Difficult yeah, one for him. Yeah, no, he won't have to buy a drink this weekend. Has he said who he's supporting? Glorious welcome home. Oh, he's he's Warsaw, isn't he? You know, well, he's, he's, he's not. Is he not? If he's your team, if Swindon's your team, but he's then. an Ipswich fan, isn't he? Oh yeah, yeah, he's an Ipswich no, fan. I don't, yeah, I don't think he's a Swindon fan. Oh right, he's just from Swindon. Oh, I yeah, mean, he might Warsaw. support Swindon as like a second team. Okay, we should probably ask him. Yeah, really, but yeah. well, he's not on this podcast. He's at a press conference now, I think, isn't he? Yeah, Whitney's pretty much presser. Okay. Yeah, that sounded like a shocking game for them the other night, by the way. Gillingham. Gillingham, 1-1. Yeah, I mean, it, I'm sure it was a shocking game. I think he had a stinker getting there, didn't he? What was the sat-nav situation? Uh, he said his sat-nav, he set off at half 12 to Gillingham. His sat-nav took him into central London and he didn't get to the ground till half five. Oh, wow. Unlucky. And if you've ever been to Gillingham, I went there last season with Joe. Um, nowhere to park again. You've got to park at the train station and walk into this housing estate. And literally, no. I say into it, it is you have to go into it like through this housing estate, yes. go around the back, and uh, the Wi-Fi is just absolutely non-existent. It's one of the worst teams for Wi-Fi I've ever been in. Um, I think it was actually a decent result for them on paper. I thought I thought they were nailed on, going to lose that game. So, yeah, it might have been a stinker, but I think Whitney will be happy with a couple more stinkers and a 1-1 draw away from home. And I think he will do, on this occasion, Swindon difficult game. Um, I can't see them getting anything from it, though. I'm going to go 2-0 Swindon. Where's Swindon on the table? Um, top. Yeah, you do, you don't, do you? Uh, do you not know where Swindon on the table? No, that's you go, what I'm, you I'm Googling, Googling it right Googling, Google. Google away. League one table. But I think that was a decent result for Whitney. And if you can put a little bit of a run together, uh, get, some of the, get some of the guys firing, I think it's very important. Oh, Swindon is 17th. Below Warsaw. Buh. 
in the table. Right. So, uh, yeah. Um, I think they get another point going on their recent form. I don't. They haven't really been spectacular away from home, have they? No. Jekyll and Hyde team. I'll say one all again. Okay, one all. I'm going to go two 0 Swindon and uh, Aston Villa. Brucey got his first away win Tuesday night. First away win since first the European a... Cup final was it? Which all, is all incredible. Yeah, all we've all we've, we've covered all that before, but uh, he'll be delighted. Four points from his first two games in charge and, and getting to grips with the squad. They'll be without Mr. Jack Grealish, who got a three-game ban for his stamp deserved, on Connor Cody. Deserved. Stupid idiot. Twice, that's twice now. Wolves have have um, there been retrospective action. From Wolves games, remember the Burton elbow on Gladon? Oh yeah, yeah, of course. So it's too late for Wolves now, mm. but yeah, I mean the ref, ref is again in a great position. Mm. I mean, ugh, that referee. I mean, wow. No, yeah, no, no point going into it now. But no, don't go into it now. Shocking. Um, so yeah, did you see Yapstam's comments about Villa? The other no, night? no. He said there was only one team trying to play football, and it was us. And I think Villa had thirty percent possession right. at Reading, and uh, a shed load of long balls. And oh. Stam was like, oh, they were they were dreadful, but they won. So you can't argue with that. No. Well, I'm sure the Villa fans will take that anyway, a bit of dreadful football and a few wins absolutely. after the 12 yeah. months they've had. Yeah, um, and, and Villa-Fulham uh, at Villa Park. Yep. Fulham, not not amazing this season either. Well, they're 11th, they're doing really well. So. No, they're not 11th, they're doing very well. That's not, it's not, I mean, I said they're not doing very well. I mean, they're, how many points off the bottom? They're one win off the playoffs. And how many points off the bottom four? Six. Yeah, there you go Bottom three, we're not in League One here, mate. Okay. Um... <laughs> Yeah, no, it's, it's a tough test for um, for Villa at home. It's not you know not the most glamorous of home games, won't be the mm. biggest crowd or whatever. So it's this is this is the bread and butter of the championship. Yeah. So these are the games are going to start winning if if they are going to do something this season. And there is plenty of time to do something this season for for any of the clubs really in the top well, 16, like we 17. Saying, three wins from relegation to to top six uh-huh. at the moment. So uh-huh. if Villa put a bit of a run together, then they could very quickly become one of the promotion favourites because they've got a fantastic team. Although they didn't show it last week, did no. they? I mean, Not second half, they didn't. The confidence, it just completely fell no. apart in that second half. It's quite alarming, really. Um, you know, Mika Richards injured, quote unquote. Well, I would be um, injured if I, saw, if I had that hellish time against Costa. I mean, um, dearie me. Yeah, Dinak was poor. Yeah. And there's yeah. nothing in that midfield. It was yeah. the number eight. The number eight was absolutely was really poor, I thought. So, yeah, they, they've got such a soft sensor, soft underbelly. Mm. Um, but Bruce is the kind of guy that will instill that in them so fantastic managerial appointment and I think they'll have no worries about relegation this year and I think they'll be looking towards top six quite soon they certainly should do with the players they've got anyway prediction? but I don't think they'll win this weekend I think we won all Ooh, I'm going to go for a 2-1 Villa win and we're running out of time here so we're not going to be able to do the oh, questions. No, it's unlimited time. No, 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 it's not unlimited time. We have, we have to go soon because well, I've got to get this podcast live and I've got a yeah. gym session at 5.30 what are you doing today? Jim's, um, we've got upper body today. Upper body? Upper body. Right. Do you know, do you know what you do? A little you, bit you, of trap. You're going to carry a particularly he- heavy dog around your way. <laughs> a, few, a, a, few, a few bicep curls with a pom. With a Jack Russell in each hand. <laughs> oh, Bants. Uh, let's, let's predict the big one then. Uh, you pick the team, pick the results. Mr. Tim Spears, it's the big one. It's Wolverhampton Wanderers, Leeds United. Chris Wood will score. There's one prediction. Okay. Wolves tried yeah, very X. close to signing in Twatanae. No, we're not playing from great great Wolves knowledge in history there. Uh, Wolves <laughs> tri- came very close to signing him twice. Former Albion striker always seems to score against them. So he will score. And I think Wolves will score two goals. I think they'll win. 2-1. Two, 2-1. One. Two, one. Good maths there from you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm showing that, showing that A-level A, baby. You? I'm just trying to think now... 
I really hope they win. I, I really do. And um, you won't be there though. Where, where I'm not going to be there. No, I'm in London. I've got a charity football game uh, on Saturday, which, to be honest, I, I kind of put off just because we've got a new a new lad starting, uh, Luke uh, Hatfield, who who is going to be doing some of the games with me on a match day, and I had to make sure whether he's ready to 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 take it on board. And he's he's done a great job. Ready so ready to meet your high standards, right? Yeah, and uh, I'm delighted for him. He's he's, he's top guy. I'm sure we'll be hearing plenty of him throughout the season. But he's going to take care of some of the games this weekend. Who's um, support? Uh, he's a Liverpool fan. Oh, is he? Yeah, so Liverpool he's not fan. No, sorry, I'm sorry, Liverpool fan. What am I saying? I beg your pardon, he's a Villa fan. Oh, is he? Big Villa fan, That's yeah. Shame, isn't it? Shame. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking playing Liverpool. Got Liverpool in my head. But um, yeah, so I'll be in London, so I'm going to miss you. We're not going to have our AKA that, moment. That, that's, a, that's a one-way emotion. <laughs> <laughs> you were missing MIA on Friday night. And probably Tuesday night as well. It's oh, three, right, four why nights. Bring this up again? I'm just saying missing. I'm saying you, you're missing. So do you want me to do one of those stupid selfies that you always make me do before the game? Oh yeah, yeah, we, yeah. Maybe it can be um, who's who's look, maybe searching for their long lost partner. Mm. Maybe Kylie searching for Jason. Brad Pitt. No, we've done we've done Brangelina. No, uh, he's all on his own, isn't he? Oh yeah, I'm sure he's got a little, you know, like Scrooge McDuck and his little little money pit. He won't be okay, won't he? He's not a bad looking lad. Okay, I'll have, a, I'll have a think about that. I think it's have so a funny. Think. I'll be excited to see that. Um, yeah, so it won't be there, but um, I think they'll win. Yeah, I'm thinking, I think they'll win. Okay. I hope he starts Costa. I hope he doesn't... I've got a horrible feeling he's not going to start Costa. He's going to play Cavalero and Teixeira with, with Bodvarsson up top and give Costa a bit of a break. He's started two games. I really hope he doesn't because I think that Costa arguably is is probably you know second to Bodvarsson and probably the, my favourite play that I've seen this season of the new signings. Yep. And I really, at this stage, I really wish that he was the one who was signed on a permanent basis, and uh, and Teixeira was uh, not Teixeira, um Cavalera was the one on loan. But hopefully, it all change. I'm going to say two one as well. Okay. I'm going to say two one. I think they'll score first. Um, Bodvarsson, obviously, with my little bet. Yep. And I think, uh, yeah, I think they win two one. I really hope they do because um, it's exciting. It is exciting. It's it, 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 it's not exciting if you're travelling to Brighton on Tuesday night and you're watching that. But from the <coughs> The way the season's going, we just don't know what we're going to get, and I no, think this will be the good. Yeah, this will be the good. Yeah, we don't we don't want all this. We don't want all the defeats and one point five and all the negativity and and Zenga, you know what's going to happen to him. We don't want any of that. We want we want to win. Back looking up towards the playoffs, bit yeah. of positivity, good run of fixtures coming up. That'd be great. Let's hope so. Just as long as it's not a last minute goal, so I don't have to rewrite match report. Please. <laughs> And you know what? I would laugh myself to sleep if it was two-two and we'll score a late, a late three-two, a little injury time winner. I would be very happy, Good very happy, chappy. Have a great day. I will. I will enjoy it and a bit, uh, bit more leg room. Yeah, let's and less aggro. So I'm looking forward to it. No Sky game, guys. Make sure you get down to Molyneux. Support the boys. Support the Zenga. Support the Zenga bus. Here and uh, let's get uh, let's get three points on the board. Uh, this is week ten. We'll be with you um, probably next Thursday. Week 11. Yeah. Good maths. Yeah. <laughs> Week 11. Uh, I've been Nathan Judah. That's been Tim Spears. Bye. Have a great weekend. Take care. Bye-bye.